Dan, you look a little, a little down. What's wrong? <sighs> Things just aren't going my way, Faith. What do you need? I need someone to save me. Welcome to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very super co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, it's been a while since we've done a TV series. Yes, it has. I think we have a pretty good one. I think we do. Ties in very nicely with the show we just released on Superman the Movie. Faith, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Smallville. Smallville, that was on both the WB and the CW. It changed names around 06, I think. <laughs> so this show, uh, it debuted October 16th, 2001. This is almost 20 years ago. I literally remember it like it was yesterday. We are going to be talking about the pilot. So Smallville, if you listen to our Superman show, we said that every generation gets a Superman. For the kids and general public at large, uh, 2000 gave us Tom Welling. And Tom Welling does not play Superman. No, he plays Clark Kent growing up in the town of Smallville, the creamed corn capital of the world. <laughs> is it not, Faith? It is. Smallville, apparently. Kansas <laughs> is the creamed corn capital of the world, but only for a little while. That infamy is short-lived, for soon it becomes... The meteorite capital of the world <laughs> has a little something to do with what happens at the very beginning of the first episode, the pilot episode, tentatively titled Pilot. How original. Very original. <laughs> that is almost as original as Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, you were not familiar with Smallville, were you? Nope. I knew kind of who was in it and the title. You knew of it, but you had not watched it. So this was this is fun. So this was a first time watch yes. for you. And as and as I said, we are doing this. Uh, we have done uh, many TV shows on the show before. X Files, Incredible Hulk, Star Trek. Uh, I feel like there's Twilight Zone. Yes. And. Uh, uh, Smallville was always kind of on the list and we felt like it was a good opportunity because we just did Superman the movie. Mm -hmm. That episode is available now wherever podcasts can be found. So uh, Smallville uh, concerns itself with Clark Kent. He is uh, 14, although he looks like he's uh, 25 in, uh, in this. He's uh, starting high school. This episode uh, concerns itself with introducing us to the world of Smallville. We get to meet Lex Luthor. 
young Lex Luthor. We get to meet young Clark Kent. We get to meet young Pete Ross, who's a fixture from way back in the day in the uh, Superboy comic books that DC published. We get to meet Ma and Pa. We get to meet Lana Lang. And we get to meet a new character named Chloe Sullivan, who is kind of a stand-in for Lois Lane. And if you watch enough of this series, you will indeed learn that Chloe Sullivan and Lois Lane are cousins. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, The show opens up in 1989 on the day of the big homecoming game. And uh, we meet Jonathan and Martha. They are getting tulips from Nell, who is Lana Lang's aunt. And Clark Kent's spaceship comes in from Krypton, bringing with it a whole bunch of meteors. (laughs) And the first scene here is absolutely horrific. Is it not, Faith? It is. It is absolutely (laughs) horrific. And then we meet Clark Kent. We see his trials and tribulations of growing up different. Uh, there's a freak of the week, as they, as they would come to be known. Uh, we meet, and then Clark Kent learns uh, his true parentage. Well, not his parentage, but he learns that he's from another world. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, see he's uh, allergic to kryptonite. So all of the all of the chestnuts of the Superman myth are here in this. Uh, what did you think of this pilot episode to Smallville? I thought it was a really good pilot. Um so good that I actually moved on to the, to the next episode because it's like, man, it's really good. Well, I'm glad that you liked it mm-hmm. uh, because there's 10 seasons worth of it. And uh, <laughs> don't tell me that because you're going to be a little busy if you <laughs> if you really get into it. Um, I am a Superman fan. We made that pretty clear on the Superman show, but I mm-hmm. want to go ahead and reiterate here. I am. Very much a Superman fan. I think he's the greatest comic book character of all time. The first comic book character of all time, too. The first to appear uh, in a comic book. Uh, So his history is great. As we made the point during the Superman show, the myth just keeps building. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, every generation gets a Superman. There's something new. You you see it uh, from the earliest comic books, obviously, through the radio show, through the George Reeves show. It just keeps building. Here we really get to watch Clark Kent. And what's great about this show, if you know anything about the history of Superman, it's um, it's got some of the John Byrne 1986 redo in there. There's uh, shades of Lois and Clark because the parents are in the Lois and Clark TV show. Uh, there's elements of the gold, silver and bronze age. Uh, so it really pays homage to what came before it. And it also doesn't worry about the fact that it's got to land on being like the Christopher Reeve movie or something mm-hmm. like this. It does its own thing. Uh, I will say this. It pays a lot of homage to the Reeve movie. It's very reverential towards the Reeve movie movies. And uh, he actually makes an appearance in season three or four along it's with Margot cool. Kidder. So um, he gave his seal of approval to this. So nice. it, and it's great. Anytime you get to see Smallville Clark Kent, which I think <laughs> makes him human. Right. I think makes him the man, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. like my favorite aspect of yes. Superman. <laughs> yeah. I love the Smallville stuff. So let's get right into it. What did you like about this? I like that it is Smallville that we're getting, you know, kind of more of who Clark Kent is. It's not just your Superman thrown at you. You know, you kind of really get to dive into who he is and how he's brought up. And I, I just, I don't know. It felt, it felt really good watching it. Yeah. I, uh, Everything you just said, everything I said about the mythos, I love that this pilot episode does such a great job of setting up the three kind of main mm-hmm. characters, Clark Kent, Lex Luthor, and Lana Lang. And mm-hmm. Lana Lang makes a very small appearance in Superman the movie, 
uh, she's often credited as kind of his first love and one of the women in his life that has LL as uh, her initials <laughs> as it is. And uh, she is played here by Kristen Crook. Michael Rosenbaum does a great job as Lex Luthor. I want to talk about him in a second. Mm-hmm. But um, let's start with Tom Welling. Tom Welling is playing the 14-year-old Clark Kent. I think Tom Welling is older than I am, <laughs> and I am 41. So he was definitely in his 20s uh, oh, yeah. when uh, when this was going on. But he's Superman, so I guess you can kind of, you know, yeah, he had a growth spurt or something. What do you think of Tom Welling's performance as Clark Kent? Because we need to keep reiterating he is playing Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. He is not playing Superman. This show was notorious for no flights, no tights. So and Tom Welling didn't want to wear the suit even at the end <laughs> of the of the thing. I think he brings a real world grounded thing to this. That's exactly it. Yeah. I think he he brings that kind of charm that Superman has, but you see it right here as a boy. Again, I don't see it as a fourteen year old. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, but yeah, I get that real world sense from him. Yeah, and uh, the the line that really sells it for me is, you know, he just, I forget what what exactly it is, but he says he just doesn't want to be a loser. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a kid coming into you know puberty, coming into his own. The poor guy is also going his puberty is bringing with it superpowers and and, right. and other things. You know, and he knows he's different. They know that already. Uh, he doesn't know he's an alien yet, but. Uh, how would it be if you're a teenager? How many did you feel like an alien when you were a teenager? No, we all. I, I did. I still feel like yeah, an alien. I me mean, too. To, to find out you're an actual alien, you know. I would be like, wow, that explains a lot. And Tom Welling does. I, I believe he was the right guy for this. And mm-hmm. and uh, my sister, for her, uh, she's younger than I am. This is her Superman. I mean, you know. As we said, every generation gets mm-hmm. one. This is her Superman. She looks to to Tom Welling as hmm. as as her Clark, yeah. you know. And I and I get it. Yeah, I get it. I totally I get think it. He's, I mean, like I said, I'm only two episodes in, but I buy him as Clark Kent any day. <laughs> I I buy the 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 teenager aspect of mm-hmm. it. The the going to high school, you know, the right. high school kid aspect of it, and the problems and mm-hmm. all. Because it, it would be an interesting show if it was just about him, mm-hmm. even if he wasn't. Clark Kent, you know, but no, he's got superpowers. Of course he does. He's got superpowers. So the, uh, the second member of our trio is Kristen Crook. She plays Lana Lang. Uh, she plays a dark haired Lana Lang. Ooh, (laughs) they're just, they're just throwing it in the face of convention. Lana is usually a redhead. Um, in fact, Lana makes an appearance in Superman three played by Annette O'Toole who plays, Martha mm-hmm. Kent in this <laughs> and the casting people didn't know, didn't realize it huh, when really? they, when they, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the parents <laughs> in a second. Kristen Crook. Uh, so let me give you a, a little spoiler here. He's going to, uh, it's going to be on and off again for a lot of years with Lana and Clark. He just loves Lana Lang boy. <laughs> what do you think of, uh, what do you think of, uh, Kristen Crook's performance, even though she's not a redhead, <laughs> It's okay. We'll we'll accept that. I think she's precious in in a way. And then there she is in the graveyard at night, just hanging out by herself. I love that scene because they're both so weird. I know they're both so weird. But um, she, you don't you don't really get that vibe from her at first. You know, she seems like she's just too cute or something. <laughs> I the graveyard. There's one thing I like about the character is that she's a survivor too because her parents got killed. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that Clark Kent and Lana Lang are kind of 
married in a way because mm-hmm. of the explosion of Krypton. It has affected both of yeah. them in the same way. They're both orphans. Yeah. You know, True. and uh, I like that. I like that uh, this show is able to explore the relationship between the two. Now, if you watch this long enough and it was on for 10 years, I will say this. You're going to get sick of her because <laughs> because there comes a point where he's just so lovesick and puppy dog over her that it's like, oh, man, well. you got Lois. Just go for Lois. <laughs> Just go for Lois Lane. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, she's she's really and she's really wonderful here. And I mm-hmm. think that scene in the graveyard is, is really is really special. One thing I like about the graveyard scene, uh, again, there's uh there's no Christ uh, connotations here. Like with Superman, the movie, there were no Christ <laughs> connotations when he's standing there and you see the angel wings right on the statue, you know, so she's really wonderful, though. And they're. Their relationship is mm-hmm. really, really uh, well done. The chemistry was was really good between them, and yeah, I, I like so. that scene talking to dead people. Okay, I think that's my favorite scene with with the two of them. You know, I feel like it kind of brought them together, and you kind of like you said, you get that they're orphans, and it's like okay, I, I like. That. And I love the fact that he uh, he gets sick around her. She has the kryptonite necklace, mm-hmm. and I love that you mistake it for you know teenage, uh, you know teenage flutters yeah. you know <laughs> why must i be a teenager in love why 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 i asked the stars every night and the stars answered because well you've got hormones raging son so uh the third member of our trio is michael rosenbaum michael rosenbaum uh, has done some wonderful character work in a lot of different stuff uh he's appeared in dramas he's appeared in comedies i think michael rosenbaum is actually a really wonderful human being he uh he, he has a podcast. He just, he's a guy I like to hear talk. I like to hear his <laughs> stories. He seems like a guy who has a great outlook on life. I love his Lex Luthor too. Me too. What did you think of uh, Rosenbaum as young Luthor here? I liked him a lot. I think he, I feel like he, I don't know. He just really pulls you. You want to know more about him, you know? Yeah. You just really, really do. He doesn't seem horrible. <laughs> so you're just kind of like, hmm. But he's also mysterious at the same time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you kind of want to crack the code on him. You, you like him. I and, do. And, yeah. and you know it's going to turn. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, even when he's a, he's a kid, because they're all linked by this uh-huh. meteor thing. He lost his hair because of the meteor nope. shower. You know. And uh, like I said, this show does such a good job of, uh, of putting the issues out there mm-hmm. and the players. You know, you know who's on the board. And, right. And you want to know more and know what the next move is. But uh, he is he is wonderful. Like... And he's the best part of the series moving forward, I think. Really? Yeah. And he's with it for six years, seven years, and then he okay. pops up then, you know, every now and then. So, uh, no, Rosenbaum, he's he's doing a great job here. And uh, to play smarmy and cocky like that, but then <laughs> likable. Right. It's a, he's got, I think, the hardest gig mm-hmm. here. I think so. Because he's playing Lex Luthor. And um, when I see their friendship, all I can think about is the end of Unbreakable when Samuel Jackson's talking to Bruce Willis. And a lot of times they was friends just like we are. <laughs> and so they're kind of going back to the classic Superboy mythos of, of Lex Luthor being in Smallville and them mm-hmm. knowing each other. So and I like it. You know, it's yeah. a different it's another one. It's a different take on Luthor, yeah. you know, but grounded in the history of mm-hmm. of the character in the franchise. So really, really great stuff. Um yeah, if if you like these three moving forward, you're going to get a lot of these three. 
we have two really good supporting performances here mm-hmm. that we just absolutely have to talk about. Annette O'Toole plays Martha uh, Kent. As we said, she was Lana Lang in Superman 3. Annette O'Toole is married to one of my personal favorites, Michael <laughs> McKean, who uh, is in Spinal Tap and was on Laverne <laughs> and Shirley. He will make appearances in the show as Perry White, future editor really? of The Daily Planet. He is in two episodes for sure, and his voice appears in the finale. Okay. Um, he's really good, too. That's, by the that's way. exciting. <laughs> He's really, really good. Uh, wonder how they got him on the show. Don't. She, what do you think of Annette O'Toole? She doesn't have too terribly much to do here, but in the prologue, she generates a lot of sympathy because she mm-hmm. can't have kids, and and there's a really wonderful moment with her dreamily looking off. Uh-huh. And uh, again, no Christ connotations. This childless no. couple, yeah, find, <laughs> find something out of the sky. <laughs> uh, I, I love Annette O'Toole. She also. Uh, She's an Academy Award-nominated songwriter for the song uh, Mitch and Mickey sang in A Mighty Wind, The Kiss at the End of the Rainbow. She also sings back up with her husband's band, Spinal Tap. So <laughs> she's a righteous babe in my book. What do you think of uh, Annette O'Toole? I love her, and I, I love her here. She's just very warm and just very sweet. You feel like you want to know her. Or give her a hug. <laughs> yeah, and... They play Martha as a woman who is very educated and kind of gave up a life to be with Jonathan Kent. And uh, she kind of radiates intelligence mm-hmm. as her real life husband does. Michael McKean, who I think is brilliant. And uh, she's uh, Annette O'Toole. Just <laughs> she seems like a very smart lady. And the warmth, though, is there, too. And, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like, of course, Annette O'Toole would be his his mom. Right. It's the casting of the dad, though, that I really want to talk about, <laughs> because what an interesting bit of casting, huh? I know. Bo Duke. I don't actually Dukes think I knew he was in this. I don't I don't think I remember him seeing his name. He anywhere. said for years and years, uh, when people would see him, they say, hey, Bo Duke, you know, I mean, I grew up watching the Dukes of Hazard, love the Dukes of Hazard, love him in the mm-hmm. Dukes of Hazard. He said the next day after this came on, he was in an airport and somebody said, some kid said, aren't you that guy from Smallville? And he said, it just, he's nothing against Dukes of Hazard, right. but That's made, awesome. his, made his day. And I mean, okay, so Glenn Ford played Jonathan Kent in the film. I mm-hmm. love Glenn Ford. Glenn Ford is one of the great actors of all time. Glenn Ford's amazing. Uh, Eddie Jones played him in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. John Schneider as Jonathan Kent is uh, Costner and Costner played mm-hmm. Jonathan Kent in uh, man of steel. John Schneider is amazing casting here. He really There's, is. He seems like he's this guy. Like, I know. <laughs> and, and he only gets better as the show goes on. Like he doesn't feel like an actor at all. That's, that's just a real, that's no. a man you're watching doing stuff he does every day. <laughs> right. And he has my favorite line in the pilot and the way he, he delivers it too. when he says, when Clark says, are you saying my ship's in the attic? No, it's in the storm cellar. Yes. You know, like <laughs> him, his relationship with Welling as this series goes on and his relationship with Martha too. But as his powers show up for over the five seasons, I think he's on five or six seasons. He's on the show. Um, it's wonderful. It's just, well, son, we have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and my gosh, he he's he's a revelation. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, I was one of those people when I saw him. I thought Bo Duke when I see him now. I think Smallville. <laughs> you know, it, he's a uh, that's inspired casting to yeah. me. I really, think so. really is John Schneider as Jonathan <laughs> Kent. I think is is really great. And 
he's going to have some great scenes with uh, Julian Glover as Lionel Luthor as you get into the series. So I, I really, I just, I love this. I do too. I'm so glad that, that we're talking about it and I got to watch it because now I'm excited moving forward with it because I think it's really good. It is. Uh, as a Superman fan, I just love it. Do I have problems with it? It's ten, it shows on for 10 <laughs> years. It, yeah, there's some sometimes where you go, come on, just get to it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it feels like a CW show. I can, I can see that. Sometimes okay. it feels like a WB show. <laughs> Um, oh, how did, how did it, uh, rank for you with the Superman love? How's it, how's it, it does it give you the warm and fuzzies? It, it, Cause it, it gives me it the, warm does and give me the warm and fuzzies. Yeah, it's got that, like I said, that's, that Smallville thing has that homey inviting feeling that you just want to watch and yeah. it feels good to watch. And let me ask you, uh, two big questions here. I know the answer to one of them already. Cause you're not stupid. Uh, you notice the towel. That he was wearing uh, after the there was the, there's an accident where mm-hmm. they go into the water and then he's wrapped in a blanket mm-hmm. and the blanket is red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he stands up and you I see. I instantly thought cape. As of soon course, as of course, because you're not <laughs> stupid. Um, making sure you caught that. And did? Uh, did you notice his color palette? His clothing. Was he wearing like red sweaters? And he was wearing like jeans. a blue shirt with blue <laughs> jeans. It's all blues, reds, and yellows. Mm-hmm. And as the show goes on, he only wears blues, reds, and yellows. And when something's okay. wrong with him, you know something's wrong with him because he's wearing a different color. Oh, wow. But I he like has that. a red jacket that he wears. It looks like the cape. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, and the blue That's shirt. That's really clever. <laughs> they, yeah, like always wearing, he's always in that color palette. I like that. So it's, it's pretty cool. And... um Luthor will wear a lot of black and like purples, purples mm-hmm. and greens. <laughs> so I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Uh, stick with the show. It's really great. And it, uh, when Erica Durant shows up, uh, I've expressed my love for Margot Kidder as Lois Lane. Erica Durant is like just bumping her. Like she's like <laughs> just knocking her head right above it, right on her. Um, she's one a, she's so good. And the two best Lois Lanes of all time are Canadian. So just remember that. <laughs> Good to know. Something about our sisters from north of the border that just seems like puts them a notch ahead when they play Lois Lane. <laughs> Faye, do you have anything you would like to add about the Smallville pilot? Uh, very interestingly titled pilot. Pilot. No, I think that's it. Like I said, I'm I'm glad that I finally got to watch it because. I should have watched it forever ago, but <laughs> I am too. Uh, Smallville pilot is available on Hulu. The entire series is currently streaming on Hulu, at least here in the States. If you're somewhere else in the world, good luck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good luck. But um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you as always uh, for your continued support. We hope you're happy and healthy and well, wherever you are mm-hmm. at the time of this recording, there is massive heat waves going on expected to go on for a while so please stay cool stay hydrated that is our public service announcement and we're not being funny with that it's <laughs> it's been very hot yes where we are our show on superman the movie is available now wherever podcasts can be found and be sure to check out our entire back catalog and our next episode of the late night fright proper faith what movie will we be talking about next week on the late night fright the people under the stairs from horror master wes craven until then i am dan and i am faith and we will see you on the other side
You know, Faith, Superman is not the only comic book film we've talked about on the show. No. We've talked about Batman. We've talked about Ghost Rider. We've talked about the Avengers. We've even talked about the greatest superhero of all time. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. All of those episodes are available wherever podcasts can be found. He is pretty super, isn't he? He is. Magical, too. Am I getting through to you? Alva!